Man, oh man, Tom is one skilled service consultant. Oh yeah? How so? Well, Tom always takes great care in a lot of the work he does. He performs a great interview, he involves the customer in the walk-around, and he documents work and writes repair orders better than most. He does a lot of praiseworthy work. Hmm, sounds like there's a but coming. Well, the problem is sometimes his expertise is overwhelmed by his lack of organization. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, look at him over there. He looks like a whirling dervish. Right now, he's trying to find some point-of-sale material and a big pile of mixed paperwork. See, it looked like he found what he was after, and then his face went blank. Now he's set that stuff down as plowing through another stack of papers every bit as disorganized as the first. He's bouncing off the walls while his customers watch. Yeah, I see what you mean. You know, it seems his disorganization is eroding his confidence, not to mention that of the customer. Ooh, he just borrowed a pen from Mike and now he's lost sight of it. Oh, there you go. It looks like he found the one he lost originally. Yeah, it doesn't matter how personable or how technically competent he is, he gets overwhelmed by his disorganization. So how does it get fixed? Well, it starts with adopting a productive philosophy. Tom has to start by understanding that organization is a value, and it's a discipline that serves to produce good work in the most efficient way possible. Next, he has to establish processes that support quality results, and he has to stick to them. He'll need help from others. For example, we have a policy regarding sales slips being attached to retail parts after cashiering. However, if the stapler can't be found, or it doesn't work, or we're out of staples, the lack of organization will cause the process to falter. And despite being no fault of his own, it will nonetheless not reflect well on Tom. So you have to have processes that are supported with the materials that make it all work. What else? Okay, here are two more examples. The first is the greeting. The process can be made more distinctive and especially good when our consultant is organized enough that he can review the customer's records along with any paperwork or notes about the customer's appointment from the BDC. With all that in hand, Tom can organize his work accordingly. Hey, welcome, Mr. Briggs. I see that you've made an appointment for your Camaro to get some scheduled maintenance done and also for us to address a, uh, you call it a squeal, that you get when you apply the brakes. Is that right? The customer's confidence is buoyed by a well-organized consultant. I see that. What's the other example? While personal appearance will influence how people perceive performance and professionalism, so will the environment. While it may not be fair for a customer to judge your business by virtue of the organization and cleanliness of your workspace, many nonetheless will. So keep it clean and set the stage for an organized and efficient experience. So a place for everything and everything in its place. Review the customer's record and what you know about his needs and use it for an organized and connected greeting. Finally, keep your workspace clean because the dirt we may have become used to is the dirt the customer will see. And that will unduly influence his perception about organization. That's a great start. Thanks. Hi, everyone. My name is Corky Brabs, and I want to remind all of you that display is 50% of the sale, and it's really important to keep yourself and your desk and your work area all clean and neat and organized and make sure your processes work. And if you do that, customers are going to appreciate you and your dealership, and, well, they're going to tell a lot of people about the wonderful experiences that they have when going there. Have a great day.